0: Welcome to the Passenger Seat Podcast, a podcast designed to fill your passenger seat with chat about classic cars, all recorded from my 1968 Morris Minor Peggy. I'm Becca, and today I'm actually on a little bit of a collection caper. Um, I'm on my way to meet up with my friend, and then we're going to pick up a car that they bought and won on eBay this week. Um, so quite excited for that. It's one of the friends that we took to Vista last week. Um, who kind of fell in love with the look of the Renault 5s. So hopefully today goes really well. And eventually we'll get him on the podcast to talk about uh, his purchase of his first retro classic car. My quirk of classic car ownership for you today is that feeling of being in a convoy um, and a really good convoy at that. We're talking about drive it day today and as part of that last week i was able to be part driving part of my first really long convoy Uh, i'd done a couple of drives obviously following my parents around and that was really great Um, but we were part of nearly like a a 20 car convoy as part of drive it day Um, and it was really uh, a fantastic experience and um, it it really gets you um, if you're a classic car driver i feel so yeah like i said we're talking about drive it day today um, drive it day this year took place on sunday the 24th of april um, and for kind of a little bit of context if you've not kind of really heard much about drive It day before It's a kind of historic event uh, that is put on by the Federation of British Historic Vehicles and um, it's to commemorate that in the early 1900s a group of cars and vehicles then were challenged to take part in the thousand mile drive to kind of prove their usability and as part of this they uh kind of did this huge long trip to kind of prove that the cars weren't just kind of expensive playthings for the rich they really had a viability whereas nowadays it seems to have almost flipped itself and we do drive it day as a kind of partially a way to raise money for uh the NSPCC but also to um prove that the cars of the past are still usable uh, and great fun can be had with them so we take our cars out for this one day a year um, obviously lots of us take them out much more than that but it's you really encouraged to take them out on this particular day to absolutely fill the roads up with your classic cars um, and kind of remind people just how many of them are out there which is getting more and more important to do Uh, because as we're talking about kind of moving away from uh, ICE engines um, it's important to let people know really that there's so many cars still out there that are running on these um, and it's gonna it would be a massive mammoth task to move away from them completely so we need to come up with some alternatives to just completely electrifying everything so um, the other thing is it's just really fun Um, Driving day has been something that I've kind of been aware of for a really long time and for me as a kid it really signified the start of the season, it was the first day uh, past New Year's Day that we would get the cars out and uh, take them for a bit of a drive and a bit of an adventure and um, yeah, we kind of made the effort to, to get the cars out for the first time. So it's, it was something that I was really looking forward to taking part in this year. Because obviously whilst last year um, we were allowed out to kind of go to things, uh, events weren't really on for Drive It Day last year because we were kind of just coming out of uh, little lockdowns and things like that. So Drive It Day last year was a much smaller So This was Peggy's kind of first big Drive It Day with me. So uh, there was lots of events being put on, um, but something that really interested me interested me was that my local Morris Minor branch, the Peterborough branch, had uh, joined up with the Wolseley register in the local area to go on a trip to the bubble car museum. Um, and the plan was to kind of, Morris miners meet up at one place, move on to the next place to meet up with the Wolseley Register because they were a little bit more northerly based than us and from there travel up to the Burble Car Museum in Lincolnshire. So we actually added uh, an extra kind of part to our plan for Drive It Day. Uh, both the peterborough Morris Minor branch and the Wolseley branch were incredibly welcoming um, so we invited along my parents to follow us from my house. Uh, up to Thorny Classic Cars, which is where we were meeting the Peterborough branch, um, and then carry on with us for the rest of the day. Um, so, as it was kind of primarily BMC uh, and Leyland cars that were uh, meeting, they chose to bring Poppy the A40 Farida um, to kind of fit in with everything else, considering most of their other cars are uh, what eventually became roots. Um So they met us at our house. We got Peggy all set up with her drive day plaque on um, and then headed up towards uh, Thorny Classic Cars. Um, But we had only got maybe 10, 15 minutes uh, up and uh, we noticed that Poppy and my parents had dropped off in the rear view mirror um, and weren't kind of behind us. So we pulled over rang them up and said, are you okay? And they said, it's a cladunking it's a noise coming from somewhere and we're just trying to work out where it's coming from. Uh, and it turned out that whilst they had decided that Poppy was the most appropriate car, perhaps Poppy had looked at the amount of miles that we were covering that day and decided she didn't really fancy it. Um, and her, her exhaust, one of her exhaust brackets um, had come undone. Um, they blamed the bumpy Fenland roads and uh, they decided that they couldn't carry on with the kind of noise that she was making as a result of that. So chose to quickly bomb home and um, swap Poppy out for the newly acquired singer Shamwa. A week earlier than dad was supposed to kind of be out uh, and using it uh, for his birthday. So uh, they went home, we carried on up and met up with the Morris Miners from the Beetle branch. Uh, we then uh, got word that they kind of made it home and we're gonna be heading uh, up the kind of A1, less of the scenic group, and hopefully catching up with us a little bit later on, my parents that is. Um, so the Morris Miner group uh, set off, um, and we were following behind a lovely blue traveler that could really go and uh, had uh, Lewis, Agnes, and Chelsea behind us. Um, and it was Kevin and Bridget in the lovely light blue uh, traveller in front of us that had organised the route from there up to the um, Long Sutton services where we were meeting the Wolseley group, and uh, it was an absolutely beautiful route. Uh, they're clearly very well versed in the back roads that exist up near them and uh, they had just it was just a very lovely little drive around that area um, really nice and already we were starting to get that little bit of a buzz of being in a convoy with uh, other people then, after uh, quite some miles actually and some beautiful scenery, it was about uh, 45 minutes later, I pulled into Long Sutton Services, which was where we were meeting the Wolsey group. Um, but it turned out that several other groups had chosen Long Sutton Services with its quite 50s feeling diner and surroundings as a place to meet up for the start of a lot of fair runs as well. Uh, so we found that there was really quite a lot of variety uh, and photo opportunities to be had whilst we were parked up uh, there waiting for the last few people to arrive. Um, so we made the most of that, had some lovely conversations with a few of the owners of uh, some of the other cars. Um, there was two Jensen Interceptors, which were absolutely gorgeous, and Jamie enjoyed uh, nosing around those, um, and then we uh made a move from there in convoy with about 20 cars uh towards the um bubble car museum uh and this convoy was really like so cool again using loads and loads of these back roads making uh a lot of kind of fun out of kind of windy little roads um and them being primarily empty Um, uh, and making our way through up to the uh, bubble car museum. We were in convoy driving it on drive it day for again approximately an hour uh, really enjoying what was a beautifully sunny day um, and having such a fantastic drive round. We were kind of towards the back of the convoy so it made for some great scenery as we kind of went round big bends and things round fields that uh, you could kind of see all these cars uh, and really the only cars that you could see on the road were primarily these 50s and 60s BMC and Leyland cars. So it was really lovely to watch uh, and be part of. Um, And what was quite funny is that when we did eventually come to more populated uh, traffic areas um, and modern cars started to cut into the traffic, I've always got a little bit more about that. but um, so did Jamie as well. So it was nice to know that it's not just me that, even though it's not uh, a legal requirement or whatever, it's kind of nice when drivers occasionally do kind of let everybody out um, when they're convoying like that. From there, we got to the uh, bubble car museum um, and again, it was nice to find out that uh, another group had decided to meet as well So we raped and then I think a few people had just chosen Individually to take their cars out for a drive um, and kind of park up at the bubble car museum. I had Went to the bubble car museum a very long time ago. I can vaguely remember going um, as a kid um, because these tiny little uh, vehicles have always interested my dad um, so and we used to kind of live quite close by to there so um, I can remember kind of going once a very long time ago um, but it had been really quite a while since we've been so it was nice that uh, we were able to, to go again and kind of see things uh, with a, a bit more knowledge in, uh, in my mind kind of about cars but firstly we parked up We uh, took in kind of the cars that we'd been in convoy with, um, had a nice chat with a few people um, and I started taking some photographs because um, I knew that a few of the cars had planned to not stay too long at the Bubble Car Museum and go off for a lunch afterwards. So I thought, well, the museum's gonna be there after they go. So I'll try and take a few photos and things first and then uh, go ahead. Uh, and look around the museum. So uh, we did that um, and then we headed into uh, grab ourselves a quick cup of tea from the cafe um, before we went round uh, the museum. It's a really interesting museum with quite a lot of different kind of bits and pieces in there alongside the bubble cars that kind of give you a real feel of the era that these sorts of cars were uh, as popular as they were and then there's a variety of bubble cars I think when most people think of bubble cars they think of the Isaacs and the Messerschmitts but it's more of a microcar museum in terms of having quite a lot of variety and examples of uh, these small and small-engined cars uh, that were quite popular during the period so there was a lot to look round on, a lot to read. You can get a little guidebook that gives you a bit more information about uh, kind of the history of the car in general, and also the car that you are looking at in particular, um, because some of them have got quite interesting backstories um, as individual cars, not just as their makes and models. But yeah, alongside kind of all the cars, there's quite a lot of kind of displays of to give you an idea of kind of the life that existed around these cars, which is quite nice to see as well. I took quite a liking to the Prinks, I think they're called cars. Um, There was a really nice red sporty looking one there. Um, But also when you go upstairs, there was some really interesting, quite alien looking cars. One of them was called like Bambi or something. And again, they were such interesting kind of cars to look around um, and things. I believe the museum does do kind of bubble car rides um, at certain times of the year on certain weekends, um, which I think would be a really interesting thing to do, Um, and it would also give you the opportunity to kind of see the size of these cars in relation um, to uh, the cars that were happening in the car park. We were quite lucky in the fact that one guy who lived locally, who had a Messerschmitt, was um, had decided to kind of take it for a little drive on that day and park it up in the in the car park. So we were able to have a nice conversation with him before we went into the museum and again see just how tiny these cars are, not only in relation to us but also in relation um, to the the kind of cars outside. if you've never been to the museum and uh, you're wondering if it's kind of worth the trip over there, um, I'd let you know that really it's because of the size of the car, it's pretty small, Um, but the price of entry is also quite small, so it's kind of a nice place to kind of stop off in, like as an alternative uh, kind of pit stop if you're on a longer journey um, as well. It is quite tucked away, um, but the roads around there are a really nice driving experience so if you're looking for kind of a nice stop off in that area it's definitely worth uh, having a wander around and stretching your legs there um, and having a look at kind of the, the very interesting vehicles in there um, it was also really nice to see um, another AC Invocar. really love uh took uh, and was really great to meet that at the NEC November show um but it was nice to kind of see another one and kind of uh, make some small comparisons kind of between the two of them Uh, but there's not really that much difference Um, but again being a car that i had seen kind of out and about in comparison to other um, cars uh, it really it looked quite big compared to some of the little cars that were in that museum so it really highlighted kind of how tiny some of these little microcars are. After we'd finished wandering around the little museum, we headed back outside. It was really nice to see that a few other cars, again, kind of individuals who were out enjoying drive It day, as well as a few others who were um kind of part of smaller convoys and groups had arrived um, there was an absolutely gorgeous burgundy traction avant that had pulled up and parked up um, which i really enjoyed having um, a little nosy around i hadn't seen kind of one in person for a little while um, and i don't think i'd ever seen a burgundy one so that was quite nice to see um, as well, and it was parked next to a really lovely red uh, daimler dart as well which was quite nice to see I really love the little faces of those little Daimler darts. So again, uh, I really enjoyed kind of having a little nosy around and taking some photos of such characterful cars. It was about this time that uh, some of the Wolseys and Morris miners were heading off for their Sunday lunch. Um, We'd opted to kind of not do that and uh, go for lunch somewhere else with my family. So we um, hung around a little bit more, chatted to a few of the people from the other groups that had uh, arrived um, and then decided that once uh, we would head off. Um, so we hadn't really got anywhere in mind, um, so we were just kind of driving past various places trying to spot somewhere that we could park up um, and enjoy a Sunday lunch. Um, it was quite nice to kind of our parents had managed to catch up with us reasonably well and had been in a little bit of the convoy towards the end on the way there Um, but we switched it round and I was behind them this time um, as we were cruising uh, through Lincolnshire Um, and it was quite they were now in the the chamois which my dad's quite pleased about how well it goes Um, and it was quite fun to kind of see him really testing it out on uh, some of the cornering uh, that was about and uh, the uh, nice long straights as well eventually we found a lovely little pub in glinton um, and stayed there for some sunday lunch out in the sunshine um they've got a lovely little pub garden um, and we were able to kind of sit down there enjoy some of the sunshine and uh, have some lunch uh, before we kind of convoyed back towards my house, pulled into a little lay-by before uh, we um, went our separate ways and uh, they headed home and we we headed home to our way Um, but yeah it was a really lovely day we were so lucky last weekend with some really gorgeous weather Although looking, looking at the weather today as I'm out and about, uh, it's, it seems to be favouring the weekend with this gorgeous sunshine at the minute. And um, it was just such a, a jam-packed weekend of, of car stuff that we did get home on Sunday and just collapsed because it was we, we were so tired. Um, but it was so worth it to kind of go to both of those events. Peggy covered just over 300 miles with kind of Vista and Drive It Day that weekend um, and did so incredibly well, Um, no issues um, on that weekend at all Um, and it was just such a wonderful, fun weekend of driving, starting to feel kind of a bit more into the season with lots of things happening, lots of things to choose from Um, and Drive It Day is really the epitome of those sorts of things starting. I'd love to hear kind of the bits and pieces you took part in for Drive it Day. Um, where did you take your car, were you part of a convoy? Did you go to uh, a lovely museum that I've perhaps not heard of um, and perhaps need to get Peggy to as soon as possible. But other than that, I hope you've enjoyed listening to what I got up to and what Peggy got up to. Um, and uh, there'll be much more of that if you're kind of subscribed or following along if you're on YouTube or Spotify or iTunes. Um, because we're, we're just getting started with loads of uh, events this summer so you're going to have lots of cool stuff to listen to uh, this year. But in the meantime, drive safely and happy motoring!